the Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, The Melancholy Dame. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. Well, it is a matter of a few years back that I am sitting in Mindy's enjoying a snack when I look up and see that Ambrose Hammer, the dramatic critic, is looking down at me. Now, it happens quite often that citizens come into Mindy's and pick my table for some discussion or other, so I think nothing of it when Ambrose seats himself and opens the proceedings as comes. Hello, Broadway. Doing anything special tonight? No. What is on your mind? Want to go to a play? What kind? Hamlet. Oh, no. Ever see it? Oh, I never see it, but I know all about it. At two in the morning, this place is crowded with citizens who think they are actors and who do all their practicing as follows. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is noble or in the mind to suffer, uh, etc., etc., to wit. You know, Ambrose, that makes for very dull conversation because it is very one-sided. Uh-huh. Anyhow, go with me tonight. Well, what is special about tonight? Mansfield Southern is playing the melancholy dame. I think you say it is Hamlet. Yes, it is. Mansfield Southern, huh? The same. But is he not the musical comedy citizen? It seems to me he is reaching for a wide one when he swings at Shakespeare. Aha, uh-huh. that is just it, Broadway. We are going to see Hamlet tonight. And in the morning, I'll make Mansfield Southern wish Shakespeare had written only letters to his tailor. So I go along with Ambrose Hammer to see Mansfield Southern in Hamlet. It seems to me at the time that Ambrose is more than somewhat prejudiced before he even sees the play. And I wonder why. I find out. And the story from there is a peculiar one indeed. In fact, it does not stop in New York, but goes on to a place called North Africa. It takes in a war and the strangest performance of Hamlet that ever takes place. And I will tell you all about it in a minute. Back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, The Melancholy Dame. Like I am saying, I see Hamlet with Ambrose Hamlet. Now, I personally prefer shows which have a little more dancing and singing. So I am glad when Ambrose nudges me at the end of the first act and says he has enough. Well, it comes up the next morning when I am again in Mindy's, this time for breakfast. And in comes Mansfield Southern. He looks at me and says, Ah, Broadway. Ah, Mr. Southern. What brings you shuffling into this mortal cradle? Don't be flippant. Where's Hammer? Why, I I do not see him this morning. You, uh, you are looking for him? I am going to kill him. My, my. For breakfast? That man is a dastardly coward. He uses his position to, to, to vent all his petty spites and hatreds. I tell you, Broadway, it will but skin and film the ulcerous place whilst rank corruption, mining all within, infects unseen. Oh, please, Mansfield, not while I am eating. Oh, 
What a rogue. Broadway, read that review. Let's see. Uh, last night, Mansfield Southern played Hamlet, but not to win. <clears throat> Mr. Southern, who has stolen the names of two great actors to make one bad one. The dog. The lowly, treacherous dog that doth snap at heels in passion and frenzy. Too churlish to assume in the mask of courage and make a fight of greater things. Look, Mansfield, if you wish me to read this. I'm sorry. Read on. Here. Uh, Mr. Southern. Sounded as though he was delivering lines from the depths of a coal mine. My voice. He is making sport of my voice. In his interpretation, the melancholy Dane assumed the stature of a frantic housewife who has left her keys behind and smells the meat burning in the kitchen. In this case, ham. That's <laughs> enough. It is enough. Broadway, I'll kill him. You'll kill who, Southern? You. You were talking about killing somebody? You, you, you. Biological extravagance. Oh, go someplace else and blow off that head of steam. For two pins, I'd twist your neck. If I had two pins, I'd pay the admission to see you try it. You know you're safe. I'd never get another job if I touched a hair of your fiendish head. Well, maybe someday you'll get the chance. Is a hope I cherish to my heart. Oh, get off the stage, Southern. You didn't even wait for the last four ass. Southern, when I open an egg, I don't have to eat the whole thing to find out if it's bad. You know why you gave me that review? Because of Miss Chanel Cooper. You're crazy. Ah, yes, because she preferred me to you. You took this course to vilify me, to stretch me out upon a rack of ridicule. Look, when you took on Hamlet, you laid yourself open to this. You should have stuck to musical comedy. Someday, Hannah, someday you'll eat those words. So help me, I'll make you eat them. I'll have to be very, very hungry. You know what you've done? You've blasted my life. Blasted it. Ah, <laughs> tis sport to have the engineer hoist with his own petard. Miss Cooper refuses to see me this morning. Miss Cooper shows remarkable taste. Hammer, someday you're going to be at my mercy. Then heaven help you. Goodbye, Mr. Southern. Oh, and by the way... I'm dining with Miss Cooper this evening. Then we're going to a good show. Hasten my steps, lest my hands betray my intelligence and strike against my will. <laughs> Exit one bad Hamlet. You play pretty rough with him, Ambrose. Well, he shouldn't have taken a fancy to Miss Cooper. Not while I had a fancy. That is the only reason you put the fire under him? Well, no. He is a very bad Hamlet. Don't you think so? I am no judge. That is your business. But it seems to me that the affair of this Miss Chanel Cooper does more than a little to, uh, well, as they say in books, uh, color your judgment. Ah, forget it. He is very mad. So what? All actors get mad at a bad review. They blame the critics, accusers of bias, stupidity. Broadway, any actor will blame anyone but himself for a bad performance. Nevertheless, Ambrose, it seems you now make an enemy. Him? <laughs> Broadway, I'll never live to see the day that costume geyser can hurt me. So says Ambrose Hammer. Well, it is about this time that the war breaks out, and I see nothing of Ambrose or Mansfield Southern for quite a spell. Then it is a long time later that I am sitting in Mindy's when I see a familiar face. Ambrose. He comes over to me, and the scene is as follows. Well, well, Broadway, this is where I left you. Ambrose, my, my, it is good to see you again. Ah, it's good to be back. <sighs> Even with this... Since when do you take the carry and the cane? Got to. My wound. Hmm? You mean you are in the war? Correspondent, North Africa. 
I picked up a piece of Jerry Lead. Well, now you are a hero. Hero? Oh, no, 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 no not me, Broadway. Why do you say it like that? Oh, well, just because. Uh... Oh, but uh, how have you been? Good, good. I missed the hostilities because it seems the Army does not want me. Or the Navy. Or the Marines. Oh, you tried, huh? Several times. Well, you're wearing a service ribbon. Yeah, a merchant Marine. Oh. oh. Uh, oh, it's good. It's a great cast and a great performance by, by a guy named Mansfield Southern. Mansfield? What about him? Well, I'm here now because of him. But the last time I see you two together, Mansfield Southern is in the mood to take you apart. Uh-huh. Okay. Settle back. I am ready. Well, my paper sent me over as a correspondent. Pick up human interest stories, how the G.I.s live, what they say, and things. Who lives during the war? And who says anything good? And who thinks of anything but getting it over with? Yeah, yeah, I know. But there I am in North Africa. I get to a place called Bone and walk into a knocked-out stone house where some G.I.s are sitting around. One of them looks up and says... Got any cigarettes? Oh, sure. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you, bud? Yeah, thank you. Okay. Uh, matches? Got some. Quiet sector, huh? It'll get noisy. It always gets noisy when I get sleepy. The Jerry's lay quiet all day when I ain't sleepy. Then when I start to drowse off, they open with the 88. Oh, where's the front? It moves around, mister. First it's back, then it's in the middle. Then it ain't no place. Yeah. Yeah, I see you. You mind if I sit a while? Help yourself. <sighs> I'm a correspondent. Yeah, I see. Right, huh? That's right. When I get home, I, I am to go to Tuskegee. Know where that is? Oh, sure, in Alabama. Yeah. Maybe I can write. Oh, why not? No reason, I guess. You're crazy, Bama. Why? What do you want to write for? Well, I got things to say. Sure, everybody's got something to say. I got lots to say. I guess you have. How are you going to say it, Bama? That's what I got to learn. I got to say it the way my skin will let me say it. You do all right, Bama. How's things back home, mister? Oh, all right, I guess. Here comes one. 88. Keep away, boy. Keep going. Keep going, or 88. Bama, you owe me six bits. Six bits? Mark it in the book, Ginger. Um, what was the, the bet? Well, we got a standing bet. Five cents on every 88. Ginger bets it don't hit us? I bet it does. You, uh, you bet it does? I suppose you win, Bama. How do you collect? I don't buy it, and I never think of collecting. Well, we got to get going, Bama. I guess so. Um, where are you going? Got to go to war. There's one out there. Yeah. Hey, you say you're looking for the front? Well, yes. We are too. Want to go along? How? Gee, used to be four of us. Yeah, four. Oh, I, I see. Well, uh, if you don't mind my tagging along, I, I'd like to go. Glad to have you. Sure. And you can do us a favor too. Well, glad to. Uh, what is? Get the FBI to investigate the guy who invented these rations and see which side he's betting on. Let's go. Well, Broadway, I found myself in that Jeep tearing along a road that's been hit by everything from machine gun bullets to airplane bombs. Then we get to a place where two roads branched off. Ginger stopped the Jeep. Looks like we take the road to the right, Bama. Yeah, I guess so. The uh, front's up that way? Yeah, from the sound of the firing, the Jerry's are pounding that sector. So wherever they're pounding is wherever the war is. 
Ready? Yes, uh, yes, I, I guess so. Scared? Well, it's not exactly a bed of roses to to be trite about it. I ain't never stopped being scared. Who has? I did. Same bed, Bama. You got it. That one's coming close. Hit the side of the road fast. Sense. I'm glad to. I. Hey, hey, where is he? Oh. Hey, mister. Mister. Here. here. I'm here. You all right? I. I think I'm hit. Oh, oh, come on, Ginger. Here. Here. Here I am. Well, well. Here, here, mister. Sit up. We'll get a good look at you. Yeah, I'll get off your face. I. I hate to tell you this, but you can see where I'm hit much better if I'm lying on my face. How do you like that? Look where he caught one, Bama. What a place. I, can you can you do anything? Can you get up? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> oh, no. I can't do it. All that first aid stuff was in the Jeep. And the Jeep just ain't no more. But, but I'm hit. Well, I'll tell you what. The chances are the medicals ain't much farther. We'll make you nice and comfortable, and we'll send them back after you. Well, I'll die. Oh, I don't think so. What do you say, Bama? As long as you don't try to sit. Please, <laughs> please hurry, will you? Yeah, let's go, Bama. Here, mister, put this raincoat under your head. Yes, yes, thanks. Oh, what a war. Don't move around too much. Now, wait, 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 wait a minute. What if another shell hits? Likely it won't. No, likely it won't. Because you know what they say about lightning. Okay, but I'll thank you to deliver that message to the cherries. The chances are they, they haven't heard it. Okay, here we go, Bama, back to the war. So long, mister. So long, Ginger. Good luck. So long, mister. So long, Bama, and I... I hope you keep losing bets. And so, there I was, Broadway. Out in the middle of North Africa with a very embarrassing wound. Well, then what happens? Where does Mansfield Southern come in? Right there, but not until later. And Broadway, maybe you won't believe what I'm going to tell you, but so help me, it's the absolute truth. <laughs> Ambrose settles back and lights a cigarette. Then he begins to talk again. And what he tells me is a strange story indeed. And I will tell you what it is in a minute. Back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, The Melancholy Dane. Like I say, Ambrose Hammer goes on with his story. Yeah, there I was, all by myself in the night. Then, I guess I passed out because I don't remember a thing until I heard somebody talking... Broadway, what I heard made the goose flesh come up on my skin. Just think of it, a dark night, the Jerry's blasting away in the distance, guys in tanks behind guns, and suddenly I hear a voice. like beds, fight for a plot whereon the numbers cannot try the cause. Mansfield, shut up. Shut up, Cannot try the cause which is not tomb enough and continent to hide the slain. Recognize that, Hammer? Southern! You! Yes, I. 
How are you? I'm hit. Anatomically speaking, you're hit in the only place a drama critic has feeling. Look, what time is it? Time? Three in the morning. Three? But when Ginger and Bama went, it was only nine. Ginger and Bama? Friends of yours? They went to get the medicals for me. They ought to be back by now. So? Well, the chances are they won't be back, Hannah. Why not? While you were asleep. I passed out from my wound. While you were asleep, the jerry sliced through and cut off this sector. Hammer, you and I are alone. Look, someone. I'm wounded. I'll bleed to death. Yes? While you were sleeping, I poured some powder on your wound. You're in no danger. Oh, no. Well, I've got to see... You're in pain, Hammer? Yes, I'm in pain. It hurts. Just so. Not so wide as a church door or so deep as a well, but will do. Listen, will you stop spouting Shakespeare and get us out of here? Where to? Do you have any suggestions? I'm a stranger here. I'm not. I've been here for weeks and weeks. Yes, yes, I see you're in uniform. Yes. Try to move. All right. Oh, I can't. Bright, bright pain that maketh children of us all. Now you know what I felt like after that review you gave me. For the love of Mike Mansfield, you're not thinking about that at a time like this. But I am. I've thought of nothing else. Hammer, do you know what you did to my dramatic career with that review? Southern, you were a musical comedy star. You shouldn't have tried Shakespeare, much less Hammer. I see. According to your philosophy, Hammer, a man must live and die in the same rut. All right. All right. That's neither here nor there right now. Just get me to a doctor. Could leave you here. I could leave you here and spend night after night, day after day, thinking delicious thoughts of the pain you have. Southern, you're insane. You wouldn't. Oh, no. No. I guess I would. Hammer, I have a much better idea. Much better. What is it? Ah. You'll see, my kindly viper. You'll see. Now, I guess I've got to carry you. It won't be comfortable, Hannah. Not at all. In fact, it'll probably hurt a great deal. But for your sins, ye shall pay. Ah, this will do very well. Down you go. Oh. Where are we? What is this place? At one time, it might have been a stone house. Right now, your guess is as good as mine. But we can't stay here. Why not? Well, the Jerry's, you, you said they had this sect. That's right. But you and I have a little business, Hammer. And this is an excellent place to conduct it. What do you mean? As I recall, you saw only one act of my Hamlet. Oh, what's that got to do with anything? You missed my greatest scene. Southern. Southern, you've gone crazy. Yes, my greatest scene. For example, the scene with the gravediggers. You have to mention that at a time like this. Mr. Hammer, since you missed most of my performance, it's only fair to you that you see it now. What? Hmm? The gravedigger scene. This is quite a setting for it. Ruins, earth that has felt the tear of war, the terrible wind of combat. You, you are crazy. No, by the Lord, Harry, you're going to watch me. 
This time you're going to sit through my performance. <laughs> this is an experience any actor would give his soul to go through. Now, let's see. A skull. I've got to have a skull. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Don't worry. Ah, stone. Not a skull, but near enough. Now, listen, Hammer. Listen. Silent. The Jerry's are shelling this place. Be quiet. Now, listen. Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Hammer. You're playing Horatio, all right? Southern, not now! Wait for your cue, please. I knew him, Horatio. Oh, a fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. He hath borne me on his back a thousand times. And now, how Watching and listening. You mean he goes off through Hamlet? Everything I missed, he did. And your uh, uh, wound? It gave me terrible pain. And believe me, Broadway, it is not easy to remember Hamlet and play Horatio lying on your face in stone and mud. I guess not. But, but what happens then? For more than an hour, Southern went on. He played all the parts, and I watched him and listened. Absent thee from Felicity a while, and in this harsh world, fancy. For the love of Mike, that one came close enough to shave us. Mm -hmm. Very close. But there's not much more. Not much more. Look, sir, there's another speech by him. And Fortinbras. No. And Horatio. No. And the English ambassador. No, no, we'll all be killed. That is entirely possible. But what have I to live for? My career? You ruined that. Miss Cooper, you roasted me so completely she thought I was an idiot. Do you mind if I say I'd like to go on living? Why should you? To ruin another career? To dash the hopes of still another actor? Yes, you're kidding. You're not serious. How do you know? Well, you can't be. It's murder. I prefer to call it justice. I end your career as you ended mine. All right. You stay. I'll go. Very well. Leave. Uh -huh. oh. I, I can't walk. I thought not. Well, goodbye, Hammer. You, you're leaving me? If you're lucky, the Jerry's will take over soon. Then it's only capture for you. Goodbye, Hammer. Shut up. Wait. Wait. Southern, Southern! Oh, stop squawking, will you? You came back. I came back. I'm about to do something for which my fellow actors will never forgive me, Hammer. I'm going to get you out of here. Why did you come back, Southern? Why? Because I didn't finish the last act. Hammer, I almost let you off too easy. But I swore you'd hear the whole thing and... Okay, Mansfield, let's go. Put your arms around my neck and hold on. I'll have to crawl. Crawl? Crawl. It seems the place is infested with Jerry's. But before we go, tell me one more thing, Hammer. What's that, Mansfield? Are you still suffering with pain? Yes. Then to my task. And Hammer, please groan once in a while to keep up my morale. <laughs> So he crawls with me on his back, Broadway. Through the Jerry lines? Right through. I'll never forget that night. Especially will I remember Southern whispering very softly to himself 
imperious Caesar, dead and turned to clay, might stop a hole to keep the wind away. How long did this go on? I don't know. I passed out. And when I woke up, I was in a field hospital, an American one. But what about Southern? What becomes of him? I never saw him again. What? I heard he was decorated for saving me and several times later for various actions. But, but where is he? Well, I see you don't keep up with the theater, Broadway. Well, just the musical comedies and such. Why? Mansfield Southern is opening tonight in Hamlet. Again? Hey, wait a minute. Are you going to review it? My paper assigned me to it. Uh-oh. Broadway. He is a lousy Hamlet. You still think so? I'll never change my mind. Yeah, but if he opens tonight, and you are going to review the show, and he saves you... I've already written the review. Without seeing the play? If you think I'm going to sit through one more performance of Hamlet, you're crazy. I've written my review, and it'll be printed as I wrote it. But Ambrose... That's all, Broadway. You can read my review in tomorrow's paper. With that, Ambrose Hammer gets up and leaves, uh, limping more than someone. Naturally, I am very curious indeed as to what his review is. I find out the next morning. Also, the payoff to the story comes the next morning. And what it is, I will tell you in a minute. say, I am in Mindy's the next morning, and I am just starting to read the dramatic page when I look up and see somebody coming to my table. And who is it but Mansfield's servant? He looks at me and then speaks as follows. Broadway, have you seen Ambrose Hammer? Uh, uh, not this morning, Mansfield. Why, are you looking for him? Yes, I am looking for him. Oh, I see. Did you read the review? I, uh, I am just getting to it when you come in. Read it. Uh, maybe later. I saved his life. I saved his miserable, narrow life. Oh, what a fool. Uh, just am I. You are? Read that review. Sure, sure, Mansfield. I'll say one thing for him, though. He praised me to Miss Chanel Cooper, but what a little thing. What a small return for my gesture. Oh, then everything between you and Miss Cooper is all right. I suppose so. We're going to be married. Well, that seems to indicate a pleasant relationship between the two of you. The review, man. Read it and see what a scurrilous knave that hammer is. Uh, sure. Uh, Mansfield Southern's inspired performance of Hamlet last night leads us to the hope that in this sterling young actor... Well, go on, go on. You haven't come to the villainous part. Oh. Uh, in this sterling young actor, we have a new dramatic force of the power in Shakespearean roles of all the mighty figures of another day. Oh, Mansfield, I see nothing in this to make you hot. The next phrase, Broadway. The next phrase. That's the one. Read it. Of uh, all the mighty figures of another day, including even the immortal John Barrymore. The dog. The treacherous dog. Hey, wait a minute, Mansfield. It seems to me that Ambrose pays you off in full account with him, including saving his life. He gives you Miss Chanel Cooper. He also establishes your future in the theater. Broadway, there is still a streak of venom left in Ambrose Hammer. If there weren't, why should he even mention John Barrymore in the same review? <laughs> Uh, 
And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, The Melancholy Dane. Listen in again next week for... The Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the stories adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production.